from worlds beyond to right at the gaming table. These are all my fantasy children. Cheesecake fans. <laughs> oh my god. That gosh. was for me specifically because I am a cheesecake fan. <laughs> so there's a third voice in this podcast. Also, welcome all to All My Fantasy Children, a character creation, world building, and story pa- building podcast powered by listener prompts. But that was a third person. That could only mean one thing, Jeff. What's, we that, have a what's guest. that? Oh, yeah, I guess that is what that would mean. We are joined today by prolific game designer, prolific owner, and co founder of Game and Curry. An overall incredible human being in the tabletop space, Banana Chan. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> how are you? How are you? How are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm doing great. I I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Oh, we're so happy to have you. Oh. <laughs> yeah. We're so excited. What we are is a world building podcast, character creation, blah 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 blah. We're going to take a listener prompt to create the greatest story of all time. But first. Uh, Banana, what's getting you excited this week? Like, what's something in your week that's, like, really jazzing you up, exciting you, making you feel good? Aside from this, this is what I've been looking forward to, honestly. Oh, my God. Uh, See, you know, flattery <laughs> is the is the closest, am, fastest way to get to our hearts. Am I winning the game? You've, you've already you won, are. frankly, because yes. the game is say something nice about me, specifically. <laughs> 100,000%. I'm like, this is great. I don't All even right. do anything. And we're done, frankly. Let's run us up. So you did a yes. really good job. Um, you know, oh, first, please, you're an amazing game designer, tabletop person, industry guru, and icon. Please, literally plug every project known in existence that you have going right now. That's what, that's what we'd love to do Thank here. You. Let's do this. Uh, so yeah. I do have a Kickstarter up right now for a game oh. that I pub- I am publishing called Battle of the Boy Bands. It's designed by Cleo Yansu Davis and Vicky Ho. It is a take that card game where you are a music producer trying to build the best boy band. And you are attacking one another and defending your boys from getting robbed or attacked or mobbed or whatever. Um, and it's up on Kickstarter right now. Uh, it has about 16 days to go. So, uh, yeah, I'm really excited about that. What else you got? What else you got? <laughs> Another Kickstarter that I have that's coming up in July. Uh, July 14th is our second Kickstarter of the year, and it's called Jiangxi Blood in the Banquet Hall. So it's a tabletop role-playing game. Uh, it's our first tabletop role-playing game that we're publishing, uh, where players are taking on the roles of a Chinese family running a restaurant in the 1920s. And in the daytime, they're faced with oppression and, you know, all the stress from having to run a restaurant because customers are a lot. And mm-hmm. at night, uh, Jiang Shi, hopping vampires, come out and attack everyone. Oh shit! That's dope. <laughs> that does rule. That is, I, 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 I said that to Banana. Like when I first heard that pitch, I was like, "Holy shit, that rules!" Oh my <laughs> <Thank> god, <you. laughs> that's really smart and very good. It's a good, good. pitch. It's a good um, pitch. Um, so everyone, open your purse and dump all those coins into these Kickstarter projects, or else, or else, or, or else, else, I'm coming, for, else I'm coming for you. <laughs> I'm coming for you. Jeff and I are going to ride over on our motorcycle sidecar and turn you upside down and shake it's you. True. It's true. Until those it's, coins fall into that Kickstarter. <laughs> technically, technically, it's sidecars. It's actually, we have a, we have, we don't Who have, drives? A, we don't have a driver. We have to sort of find someone. <laughs> but it's a sidecar on both sides. 
it takes up at least a lane and a half of traffic. It is a kind of a, frankly, a huge inconvenience for everyone around us on the road. But that's but we're bullies in this scenario, so it kind of works out because we're just going turning people upside down for this amazing game. Uh, we, oh, I, I know, I, I wear a very le- an old school leather uh, cap and big giant goggles. Oh. Oh, is that what you, that's what you wore? That's my motorcycle, oh. that's my motorcycle sidecar gear, and I sit with my, my hands on my knees, ready to fight. My, my bully gear is puka shell necklace, Ooh. um, you know, yeah, exactly, filthy tank top, <laughs> and, uh, floral print bathing suit. Banana, what is your attire in this bully scenario? Um, I want to say <laughs> I'm wearing a denim vest, just denim, I'm just wearing denim everything. Yeah, okay. Ah, nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all denim everything yeah. denim cowboy hat denim yeah. cowboy boots <laughs> yeah, what's, what's very Canadian impressive tuxedo. is that they are all different colors and textures of denim of course <laughs> what are we come on what are we neanderthals come on of course not <laughs> um so welcome this is all our show banana this is just it we kind of just do like camp icebreakers like i'm going on vacation i'm bringing a toothbrush no this is the greatest show of all time, but we're not done warm-ups yet. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, what's you getting you excited this week? I'm so excited. Another warm-up. <laughs> yeah. What else you got? What else, What do you? What's exciting you this week? Like something? Oh. St- it can be something small or something huge. Oh, so um, actually, there are a few things that are exciting me this week. First of all, that is delightful. Um, tomorrow, I am meeting a whole bunch of zoo animals from the Staten <gasps> Island Zoo over Zoom, and I'm so excited for oh. that. What? Yes. Explain, okay. please. Yes. Ex- explain, ex- please. So I believe it's a Staten Island Zoo. They're doing this thing where they're uh, zooming with animals. That's it. <laughs> and you get to be on the Zoom and you get to like meet these animals. I don't know what animals are going to be. Maybe penguins, maybe polar bears, maybe I don't know what else is at a zoo. Giraffes? I don't know. My mouth yeah. is a game. I am. I am in awe. <laughs> frankly, like I, I feel, so. You're gonna have the best day ever. Yeah, I feel like I, so I wish I. I wish I didn't have to follow that. Yeah, I'm like, oh, uh, I had I had planned a story um, about uh, shishito peppers on the grill. We're getting me excited <laughs> because they are a delightful summer snack. That sounds um, amazing. You just grill them. Yeah, you just give them a light char and you toss they're them actually, olive oil. That, I mean, they're great. I will, I will, I will co-sign that. Yeah, but I'm not gonna like play 3D chess with a penguin or any like you know. I can't. <laughs> fuck, <laughs> Jeff. Jeff, what the fuck is getting you excited this week? Uh, I know it's not a penguin. I know it's not <laughs> high fiving a penguin through <laughs> VR. I well, you, you've cut me down because it's not. Um, <laughs> First off, very important check-in. Uh, Dragon Ball Super Rewatch is going, or I guess oh. first-time watch is going great. All right. Nice. How, where are you? We have finished the Tournament of Destroyers. Okay. We also, uh, Goku fought, Goku has discovered that there was a second Goo Vegeta and fought and <laughs> defeated him. Uh, we Show's just, really, really great. The episode that we ended on, we just met Goku Black and Trunks traveled back to the past for a second time. This is a good spot. Banana, have you watched DBZ or DBZ Super? No, but one of my best friends from college is a very big fan of DBZ. <laughs> See, that's the thing, is Jeff started out just knowing about DBZ through osmosis from, like, me yep. and a lot of our nerd <laughs> yeah. friends from home, and so he started watching it while, and, like, and we've been starting several episodes by Where is Jeff at in Dragon Ball? <laughs> we, it's, I've probably watched 600 episodes of Dragon Ball content in the last two <laughs> Since months. March. Wow. Since March! <laughs> Since March, yeah, it's been about uh, it's probably six to six hundred to six fifty episodes. It's good. Wow. No, that's that's right. 
But Jeff, uh, so wait, what's getting you excited? Though? Uh, what's getting me excited this week is I've been playing a lot of games with friends, and I've I've, I've realized a, a genre of game that I've like I've had bad experiences with in the past, and there's a few like games in the genre that I I think I, there's design things in them that I don't care for, but I've really kind of fallen in love with social deduction games lately. And, like, that's been my thing lately. I love that. Nice. Like, um, what? Please elaborate for rubes like myself. So, I... Uh, Werewolf is probably the most... Or Werewolf or Mafia are probably oh! the most, like, famous example. Which I'm, a, I'm yeah. not... I'm admittedly, like, not a fan of Werewolf proper because there's the... It, it There's the idea that, like, someone is going to start that game by having a very bad time and then you sit out for the next two hours. <laughs> and it's off. Yeah. And it's off to me. Yeah. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> Jeff, try running a summer camp game of it. I'm like, sorry, one of you is about to get your heart broken and all your friends are gonna have a great time. Yeah. Aww. So but like we've been playing a lot of like um shorter and more kind of interesting ones. Like there's a there's a jackbox game, push the button, mm-hmm. in which one of you or some of you are aliens and you have to do <gasps> writing tests and drawing tests to try and like suss out who the aliens are. Oh, that one's such a good one. It's so much fun. And like, so I just got, I just put together a list of like 20 to 25, like different games, all of which are kind of in the like, all of which are kind of in like the 20 minutes to play. So everyone gets to play a role. And like, I've been having a lot of fun with like those types of games lately. A Fake Artist Goes to New York is another very fun example. Oh, that's so good. It's really good. I love it. Do you, do you know do you know fake artist Aaron? I I don't. Can I, I don't tell know, you know me in games. Well, that's what I'm saying. I want to tell you. I wanna... You're the two people. You're the only two people I think I've ever played games with. I want to no tell way. you about this very fun <laughs> game. True. Um. So this is a game where everyone gets a drawing prompt. It's basically Pictionary. You get a drawing prompt. You have to draw it, and it's a prompt in a category. So it's like baseball recreation. Except one of you is only is a faker and only gets the word recreation. Everyone has to go around and draw a clue that points towards the word. You have to try and convey the other players, you know what the word is by drawing a clue, but the two ways, and and then you have to figure out who the person faking, who doesn't know what the clue is. But if you draw your thing too obvious, the the faker can then guess what that thing is, and you all lose. So, like, you have to draw (laughs) things that are, like, hard to guess, but easy enough that somebody who knows what it is. So uh, in the baseball example, I was playing with a bunch of people from the, like, the Philly area and I drew the Philly fanatics nose. <laughs> so people who went, went the, the, my, my friends, all of whom are Philly baseball fans went, oh, I know that. That's the Philly fanatic. But like a person who didn't know that the prompt was baseball looked at it and went, well, I have no idea what that is. I, some kind of Muppet. Right. <laughs> I love it. I love party games. I, miss I love them. them. I love party well, games. I mean, I can still play them. I'm just afraid of games. We could That's get a Jackbox um, together. We could. I'm down. Oh, I just held my breath. I was so excited. I love Jackbox. Let's play TKO sometime. I love that one. Let's do it. There's a lot of them that I love. Anyway, let's let's talk about so, the, let's plan our Jackbox night later. <laughs> let's speaking of games, let's uh spin it on over to what this show's actually about, where we're about to create a fantasy character, create their backstory, inspired by our listener prompt. And the prompt this week, uh, brace yourselves, comes to us from our Discord from F- FX Trafoli. Prompt Treehouse Dreams with someone that says this is where the magic happens whenever they enter a room. Now, Treehouse Dreams, the lovely game we've used on the show where two friends create the treehouse of their dreams by drawing a deck of playing cards. Except you know us, we're going to twist it, make it some fantasy bullshit. And my pitch to both of you is, is this an episode of essentially Fantasy Cribs? Yes. With a stage yes. magician. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I... 
My first question for you, Banana, is what is the first image that comes to your mind of someone who says this is where the magic happens when enter- whenever they enter a room? Um, so have you watched that show, uh, Magic for Humans? It's no. on Netflix. So there's this guy, his name is Justin Willman. He's like a famous magician. I guess he's famous because he's on Netflix. <laughs> but <laughs> so um, he's like this millennial magician. Basically, oh, and he does like I'm a millennial magician. <laughs> he does really bad dad jokes. So I'm imagining him or Penn and Teller, <gasps> either one, but as one person, it has to be like one entity. Yeah. Okay. So are they a millennial? Is our is our friend a millennial? So right now, I'm gonna roll a d6 to find out what their pronouns are, what they use. Okay. Sure. So I am gonna roll my dog d6. Sure. Uh, one and two is he him. Three four uh she her and five six is they them. So, I got a three. Okay. So, so, she is a magician. Yes. And is she a millennial magician? Are we sticking with this Netflix theme? Or is this like Penn and Teller, like they're longer in the tooth? I, I feel like, I think it's the, I think she's a younger character, but I like the idea of, like, there like there's a, there's a, a particular strain. Um, hi, everybody. Um, I don't know if this is obvious from this point in the show, but like. I genuinely love stage magic, so get ready for some stage magic takes. We have had legit, like, five episodes about what a stage magician is in a fantasy setting. (laughs) I just want to talk about stage magicians. Um, There's a particular strain of Penn and Teller that I think, like, a younger magician ties really nicely into, where Penn and Teller's particular, like, breed of magic is kind of like eye roll is there very talented magicians who also kind of eye roll at the idea that they're magicians oh so like they do a lot of like um they'll do the thing where they they have you pull a card and then that you pull a card and it's not like or they'll show you they'll be like is this your card and it's not the one that they did because they're like oh yeah because this trick is dumb and then they'll turn on a tv and like a news reporter will be talking and he'll go, oh, and by the way, is this your card? And it's the actual card that you drew. And it's a lot that, of like playing on the idea of like magic is dumb, right? Like magic sucks. That is okay. literally every single one of Justin Bowman's card tricks. <laughs> it's very good. And it's it's my, I'm, I'm going to watch this now because it's my favorite. Like, I love, I love that kind of like eye rolling, eye rolling, but also deeply celebrating this idea of magic tricks is my favorite thing. So like I picture... A young woman who, like, kind of is, like, playing into, uses the idea that magic is phony and is is silly and fake to get you to buy into her magic tricks. May I ask two questions of both of you? Yes. Yes. My first question is, um, is this stage magic or illusion magic on a stage? Hmm. Ooh. You know? Is there actual magic involved or is this sleight of hand, this is sawing someone in half, or is there a magical illusion happening on stage? You that know, is a good what's question. more interesting to you, Banana? So I want to say that this person actually has magic, magic, like wizardry magic, yes. but they choose not to mm-hmm. use it because they want to be a street magician or like a stage magician. Okay, please. I want to bounce off of that because I really love it. Please go ahead. Because um, <laughs> like tying into that idea of kind of eye rolling and that kind of sarcastic, uh, sardonic approach to stage magic is really great if... Uh, Aaron, I'm gonna hit you with it. It can be both. If if she starts off her stage performances with like legitimate, like you know, conjures a fireball that's like a legitimate thing, and then she goes, <laughs> she goes, yeah, I can do all of these things, but that's not why you're here. And she's like, you're here because you want. And then she pulls a card out from someone's like pocket, 
And so it's very much like a, it's this sort of idea of like, I can do this. I choose not to because it's more fun if I, it's more fun if I trick you than if I, if I break the rules. So my question was, and my thing is, it sounds what, what you're saying is that there is a magician. This person has magic power, has illusory magic, whatever, chooses not to use it. That to me says that they are rejecting both the old guard of stage magician and re. Like, where maybe the old way of doing it was doing cool tricks using illusion magic on stage, and this person's like, that's dumb, but what's really hip is basically, like, you know, stage TikTok. Like, this is what cool kids do now, where it's like, I'm I'm thinking of it as rejecting old ways of doing magic. You know, this is, like, new. Is this new and fresh, or is this the old way of doing magic? I like it being new and fresh. I like it being, I like it being this idea of, because, so... Here's where I'm thinking, and either of you tell me if tell me if you're feeling differently. What 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 jumps to my head is this idea of like if she approaches it from a viewpoint of like magic is more fun if there are rules and if you can if if I'm giving you the tools to like crack this, I think I like that's a philosophy that I think is interesting. Nice. Um so do you want to play the game? Yeah, let's play the game. Ooh. I'm down to make their house. I want to see her house. Also, do you have any names that jump out to you, Banana? Uh, uh, I'm just going to say Cheesecake Factory. Okay, so <laughs> let's twist that. Name. We'll make it some fantasy <laughs> bullshit. What, you're kidding? Oh, I was fucking ready. Oh, I'm going to pull up. I was going to pull up a Cheesecake Factory menu and just start pulling oh, stuff off of that. And then we'll yes. like combine words from the menu yeah. into their like fantasy Ooh. name. Like, obviously, it'll be like, I'm uh, opening the dessert section ob- like, and the going to cheesecakes, obviously. Raspberry, truffle, New York, cheesecake or something like that. Okay, so I like her first name being Raspberry. Ooh. Or last name, or like Rasp. Uh, is it something Rasp? Is is that her last name? That's wizardy. That's fantasy. Yeah. So what is her first name? And also, and also, this is her first name. But then we have to find her stage name. Okay. Here's what I would like. <laughs> here's here's what I would like all three of us to do. I'm gonna drop a link into the chat. Okay. Into the Ooh. Skype chat. I hate I hate this. <laughs> I'm gonna I drop it's a gonna link. Be a menu to the cheesecake. It's, it is specifically the me- oh. the cheesecake menu. And I'm going to ask all of us to pick one cheesecake, and we're going to pull something off of all three of those. Okay, original, fresh. So you've, I mean, well, technically, I mean, Aaron, you've already thrown out raspberry, and we can go with that if you want to stick with raspberry. Oh, no, I was just kind of throwing. What you got, banana? Um, no, I think I mentioned raspberry. So if you want to choose something, yeah. No, this this is a free space. This this (laughs) is free play time. You literally, our rule for the show, uh, is if you say it, it's canon. Meaning, like, it really doesn't matter because we can probably (gasps) twist this and make it compelling. So, like, it can be fucking anything. Okay, (sighs) can I throw out what I think her may either her real name or can I throw out what I think her real name might be? Taking taking raspberry. Because I'm looking here at the chocolate tuxedo cream cheesecake. Oh, oh that sounds... Okay. Uh, that... uh, can her name be Tux Raspberry? <gasps> Ooh. Love oh. it. Fuck, that's good. Tux Raspberry. <laughs> so... There we go. What is... Banana, you have to pick the stage name. Um... And you can do word association. You can just throw out ideas that are in your head and like we'll all combine and play. Yeah. Caramel pecan turtle cheesecake. What do you think? Okay. Oh, okay. Um, something about, uh, is it something about the speed of the magic and the word turtle is in there? Like it's slow and deliberate Ooh. or, um, oh, upside down, like pineapple upside down. Is her name like, Ooh. oh God, this is hard. This is hard. Um, what if it's just the turtle? Like what if her stage name is just <laughs> the turtle or, 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 okay. or like, or it's like the turt, the, the turt. turt. <laughs> so the turt, um, so what was it? Tuxedo raspberry? 
Tux Raspberry? Because it sounds like Tuxedo Mask and it oh. makes me very happy. What if it's what if it's what if it's Queen Turtle? Because real magic is slow and steady. Oh yeah. Holy yes. Fucking yes. Sh- I'm just gonna yes. get up out of my motherfucking chair and I'm going, I'm leaving. I can't compete. I can't keep up. I love naming characters. Holy shit, that's good. Queen, what is it? Queen Turtle. Because real magic Queen, so- is slow and steady. Okay, so that gives me a nice strong theme for this character. Oh my god, this is amazing. Also, I'll ask you. Banana, this yeah. is a yes or no question. Is Tux Raspberry a turtle person? Oh like a bipedal God. turtle? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that feels right. Okay, so they're a turtle. She's a turtle person named Tux, Tux Raspberry Queen Turtle. Okay. And her approach to magic is hip, it's fresh, and it cannot be rushed. The, the tricks take a very long time, <laughs> but the reward is so high because this is real magic. It's not just flick your fingers, conjure some magical arcane energy, and like boom, and See, you made someone disappear. No, because the thing is, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give a tux raspberry. I'm gonna give a queen turtle monologue because the thing is, like anybody, <laughs> any sufficiently powerful wizard can create a fireball. That's easy. That is breaking the rules of reality. Proper stage magic is establishing a series of rules that you know, that you as the audience, because you are very intelligent, that you as the audience know are in play. You know what I can do. You know what I can't do. I'm going to make magic happen for you that any one of you can do, and none of you are going to know how I did it. That is what I am offering you today. That is why I am (laughs) Queen Turtle. So... That gives me a very vivid image of Tux Raspberry, and I think this episode of Cribs is going to be us browsing her kind of shitty apartment because she is not popular yet. Yes, that, that sounds right. That sounds right. <laughs> is, does that work? Where every yes. card we're going to draw, and it'll be like, the fan, you know, and we'll make it fantasy, and we'll make it compelling. And magical, and Tux Raspberry is yeah. on the up and up. There, you know, it's hard out there, I think, in uh, Banana Four. Yeah. And, yeah, for a for a for a fucking magician who's not using illusory magic, who's just actually pulling. You know how hard that would be. Oh yeah, that'd be absolutely. like doing a podcast, just yelling into a megaphone and praying people subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> like outside oh. your window. <laughs> to be fair, I subscribe to several of those podcasts. Do you? <laughs> well, okay, that's fair. But it's not really a podcast. You know? It's just like someone yelling into a Rant. I just lean out of my window, like head in my hands, like, this is great. <laughs> once that's a, how they say in the pioneer days, that's how podcasts started. Once <laughs> once a month at the on the first of the month, I open my window and I throw three dollars at them. And then I close <laughs> that window. Ah, uh, okay. So let's so okay, Banana, before we dive into the mm-hmm. game, I must know if you have any additional thoughts about this beautiful, beautiful child of ours named Tux Raspberry. <laughs> Like anything jumping out at you that you're like, I want this to be true about them. Oh, I think she has, she has an assistant, but the assistant, sure. oh, fuck, That's the assistant's smart. not like, um, not animate. <laughs> what? Wait, that's great. What is it? Um, it's a stuffed turtle. <laughs> it's like a tiny stuffed yes. turtle. And it wait, it's not animate. It's just a stuffed turtle, yeah, and it's strictly like, you know, let's. What's its name? Um, I'm going back to the Cheesecake Factory menu. Uh, Don't we all? (laughs) From dust to dust. Adam Meringue. Adam Meringue. Meringue. (laughs) (laughs) So, but I I, want to throw out, I want to add on to that the detail that like several of her tricks are animating Adam's meringue. 
Because oh. again, it's it's saying like, look, this is a stuffed this is a stuffed like Adam's meringue is a stuffed turtle. And then like periodically throughout the show, like Adams will pop up behind someone and be sitting and she's like In the audience. And she's like, How did I do? <gasps> you tell me. That's magic. Is is Adam's meringue like Triumph the insult comic dog, like appears in the audience and tells jokes at people's expense? That's millennial, that's hip. <laughs> I, I do I do kind of But it's more like self-depreciating jokes because it's so millennial. <laughs> oh. Yes! What Yeah, what I if- can't even pay my rent. Thanks a lot. Wow, there's so many people here tonight. Thanks so much for contributing <laughs> what if it's- to my fantasy Patreon. <laughs> what if it's not even what if it's not even like jokes? It's just sort of a why do I? Why am I? Why am I a parody of myself? Because I was about to say like I was about to say slap mascot slapstick, but I realize how often I go to the mascot well as well. So I think Jeff that the whole bit of the Queen Turtle is very like self deprecating humor about oh, yeah. how hard it is to do this magic without using magic. Like oh, yeah. that's the gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. It's- like, there's one trick a show, and it takes so long to do, but, like, that's the punchline at the end. And, like, the rest of the show is spent, what, like, complaining about, like, how hard life is? Or, like, being realistic and, like, airing of, grievances? I kind Ooh. of love... I, I love... Here's... Hmm. Banana, do you have <laughs> thoughts? Because I think I have yeah, thoughts, what do you but th- I want... I heard I wanna... an ooh. I love all of it. I... <laughs> <laughs> okay, then here's, here's what I want to throw out. I said, I told you, you got, uh, I'm real excited about stage magic tonight. I'm sure, wait, can I talk, can I throw this to the listener who's probably like, play the fucking game! (laughs) We'll get there, we'll get there. Where are we gonna get to the fireworks factory? (laughs) Never. Answers never. Um, I wanna throw out, cause like, I love this picture of, of her doing her entire bit around like, this is really hard, like, I don't know how I'm gonna do this, but like, (laughs) peppering in like close-up tricks as she's doing that so she's like i can't she's like i don't know how i'm gonna do this like i have to i have to pull together this trick y'all i think i'm out of y'all i think i'm out of my depth here by the way here's your card anyway (laughs) i don't know how i'm gonna make this trick happen oh i love it i get it it's downplaying how good she is at actual like we'll call it our world magic (laughs) stage magic it's stage magic stage magic she like downplays it like Oh, I'm like, I don't know. I don't, oh, God. Oh, oh, look at that. And you're split in two. And you're like, how the fuck am I split in two? I wasn't even participating. Yeah, I love <laughs> I love that. Because it's very, it's, it's self-deprecating in a way of like, I'm not going to be able to do this. I'm not going to, I can't, it's not like I can just pull apart these rings. I mean, yeah, I did. But like, that was just luck, right? That had to be. Is she playing the small venues? Like, she's playing nightclubs, bars, and... By the way, Banana Chan, our world is called fantasy because, you know, we care a lot. No, we do, but it's, oh, it's yeah, a cute absolutely. name. <laughs> so, in the world of fantasy, like, is she playing the bars, the nightclubs, not... Like, you know, she's not playing Vegas just oh, yet, for basically. Oh, for sure. For sure. Can she, can so, she do street magic, too? I love yeah. street oh, magic. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh, I love street magic. Oh, God, you mean, like, the David... But So... <laughs> I'll, I'll let you in on a secret. We had an episode four years ago about a crow magician that we're making fun of Chris Angel for an hour. And I am okay with bringing this back with the idea of street magicians and fantasy fucking everywhere. Yes. I. It's popular. Ironically and unironically like Chris Angel. <laughs> okay. Okay. I will admit Chris Angel invented a genre of edgelord magician. I, hate, very I secretly hate illusionists, but Chris Angel is Chris just Chris Angel, too funny. mind freak. 
Oh, you mean the mind freak? Oh, you mean me? Hey, hey, Diana. You brought me here and I'm back. It's me, Chris Angel. this again. Street magic, is it competitive? Can you make a living doing street magic? I think so. I love that idea that like David Blaine... Like, David Blaine archetypes of, like, hey, look, I did this, too. Like, oh, my God, holy shit. But they're actually doing magic, and, like, people gather and around it. And that's, yes. where, and that's where she bucks the trend, is the street, the street <gasps> magicians in fantasy are actual wizards doing wizard <laughs> stuff. And she's like, I don't need this. No. That's exhausting. I can just, like, do cool. Like, it's an art. If we're, okay, if let's break this really down. If we're in a fantasy setting, and we're saying that, mages like a fucking wizard like a level 99 sorcerer is trying to earn some extra coin i guess by doing street magic to say that that is you're not doing that jeff this isn't it's considered a high art oh, form yeah. in fantasy oh for sure this is oh, like yeah. a studied craft like a time it's basically like like busking but I'm like you know this is art that they're doing yeah, yeah. okay because that makes it interesting to me is this is it a little does it have a little counterculture in it you know what i mean is this going against the yeah. grain yes oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I fuck with this because this means that this is like an act of defi- This is like real millennial shit where it's like, <laughs> fuck that. Like, okay. Like there's a wizard like, you know, doing uh, what's a really strong look, spell. I'm, like a f- look, I'm levitating and I'm floating in circles. And she's like, yeah, okay, I don't. Boomer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool. Boomer. Wow. Sponge, SpongeBob me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, how do you verbalize the SpongeBob? Okay, boomer. She, she has a tur- she has a turtle puppet. Say it. Oh, okay. You made it a puppet, and that changes well, a lot. Well, I figure because it's an animated object that she's animating. Is it on her hand? I don't think so. Maybe. Oh, damn it. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> no, that's fine. I like the fact that it doesn't have a bottom half. It is a puppet, so when it comes to life, it is like a floating like it's it's Kermit the Frog basically yep. floating around. Oh, that's great. Okay. Now we have this established. All right, we have it established. The prompter has requested Treehouse Dreams. We All can, right. we can, you know, we'll we'll obviously go off in tangents. We're thirty, uh, we're clearly, 30, we're thirty-one minutes into the episode. You know, but what we have is a really strong foundation of this, like kind of like uh, like street magic is punk. Like yeah. street magic oh, yeah. is, oh yeah, is, it's it's fucking hip it's gritty because it's hard you know casting fucking like like lightning bolt in fantasy is easy anybody can fucking do that we all have magic but to study sleight of hand and study illusions like come on and like and <laughs> like hard. cold reading like being able to do mind tricks of like of oh. like i'm gonna like pay attention to you and like like trick you into something is like brilliant yeah that's a real skill yeah all right now i'm really excited about seeing her apartment all right <laughs> we're 30 we're 32 minutes in Yep, that's no big deal. Time to start playing a game. <laughs> Our listeners know by now what this is, and it, it, what it is is not good. <laughs> all right, so I'm going to. I have a deck of cards here. I, if it's I, I, if it's all right with everybody, I can pull cards for us since I also have the prompt. How this is going to work? We have four categories. We have four suits. Each suit has a room associate, or each number of each suit has a different room associated. Uh, it has some questions that we're going to answer. Uh, when when possible, we'll try to answer as our or pull from like ourselves and what we find appropriate, but also things that we think Tux or Asbury would find appropriate. Um, the exception to this is if we pull an ace, if we pull an ace, we're going to tell a story, either a love story. If we pull a heart, uh, a best friend story, if we pull a diamond, a story about our fears, if we pull spades or a story about our roots, if we pull clubs. Does that make sense to everybody? 
Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Well, then I'm going to pull our first card. Is this your card? Okay, first off, I just realized that we're using a deck of cards. It Like, it just hit me that we're using yeah. a deck of cards for this episode. And we're not using webcams, <laughs> Jeff. We don't share video when we make this show. Surprise. Oh, no. I meant because because we're telling an, a, a, an episode oh. about someone who does card tricks, and we're using Holy a deck of cards. Uh, <laughs> I think no, this is intentional. It's so appropriate. And also, can we talk about Tux Raspberry? The, the prompt says that she says in every room she enters... This is where the magic happens because everywhere is a space for art. Every single space that you walk into is a place for magic to happen. You never know when it's going to pop up. And then she does a magic trick. I love that. I love it. Yeah. She's a millennial. She's cool. She probably also accompanies it with an eye roll, right? Like it's probably like, here's where the magic happens, but then she actually has it happen. (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh, this is where the magic happens. Oh, we're here. And then you're like, holy shit, that was actually amazing. (laughs) So (laughs) self-aware. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, Jeff, what'd we get? Uh Aaron, Aaron the Knight of Diamonds is the animal hats. What excuse me? It's the animal hats. What does that what? mean? <laughs> this room is magical. Each player has a hat, hand hand knit and well made. When you okay. put it on, you turn into an animal. Is this your favorite oh. animal or just one you would like to be? So she has a a, a room full of a, of animal hats. Banana, what do you get from this? Where do, what direction do you want to go? I think that <laughs> these animal hats are all turtle hats. Oh. And when she invites people over, they all turn into turtles. <laughs> okay. Okay. I like this. I like this. Why is what I'll ask you. Because she's lonely. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. So. Oh, so, oh, I actually, I, okay, Darren, if you no, have something, otherwise I got I got nothing. That was me just breathing heavy, being like, oh, no, <laughs> okay. she's lonely, but go. Okay, I love that, and I love it because it plays off of the idea that, like, we had said that her first magic trick is, like, an actual magic thing to show that, like, she could be using magic. If she's like, oh, yeah, I knit you this hat, and now you're a turtle, and then she picks it up, and she's like, but seriously, stay, if that's, like, if that's her icebreaker, is, like, that she crafts magic hats that turn you into a turtle. (laughs) I have a pitch. Oh, my goodness. Go for it. Banana-chan, can it be merch that turns you into a turtle (gasps) so you can be part of the Queen Turtle Squad? Because, you know, her inventory is piling up in this apartment because it's not moving. So she's got a room full of turtle hats that are not moving that turn you into the image of Adam's meringue. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) hashtag stay slow, hashtag Queen Turtle. (laughs) Oh, my God. Hashtag stay slow, hashtag the work, hashtag this is where the magic happens. (laughs) This is where the magic happens. (laughs) Hashtag magic's where you make it. And then, like, all of those things. It's a. Can I tell you? It's a bad hat. All of those hashtags are... All, you know those cats you can buy at cons with the big metal plate on it that says, like, queen or, like, gamer or, like, dice? Yes. Naruto you know, this one... Well, okay, there are... Okay, Jeff, you fucked up because now this merch hat, it's similar to a Naruto headband and a 10-gallon hat combined. It's like some hybrid of a Naruto headband and a 10-gallon hat. And it says things like hashtag stay slow, hashtag queen turtle, hashtag magic's where you make it. So I'm sorry. I I was waiting for you to tell me where I fucked up (laughs) because... 
I was just talking about the greatest hat of all time. Um, if you have an inkling, an artist bone in your body, um, if you draw this and tweet it at us, the first person to do, I will buy you a coffee on coffee. <laughs> all right. So that's our room of animal hats. Should I draw another card? God, yes. And Banana Chan, I hope you're ready for some heavy lifting because you're carrying us through the finish line. Oh, no. I'm literally going to look to you. I hope you feel my look to the right or look to the left because every card that flips, I'm going to be like, Banana, what you got? Oh, wow. Uh, so much pressure. No pressure. So, yeah, no pressure because, oh, 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 I thought I read the card wrong and I was really excited to dig into the produce barrel, but I didn't draw that. What is it? What did you uh, draw? I drew the observatory. What can you see on the horizon? What did what what does she see in the horizon around her apartment? Oh. What what type what neighborhood is it in? What is what is her where is her apartment located? Oh, Brooklyn, for Brooklyn? sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So she lives in this very like bohemian hip like down like cool area where there's coffee shops and bars and like young people she lives among people her own age can we say yes right that's Mm -hmm. what like brooklyn would be in in this case yeah whatever neighborhood that is she can magically afford to live in. yeah (laughs) it's like an arts commune Um, oh yeah i like an arts commune are there other magicians there is this like these because there are areas in new york where like oh god there's so many fucking actors that live in this neighborhood is it like where it's like upcoming millennial magicians hang out yeah it's it's um (laughs) yes yes i like that yes so i'll ask you banana what is the view because this idea of an observatory like what's her apartment like what is the view outside the window of her apartment like what do you see when you look out the window is it a good view is it like a brick wall is it like to a theater like you know is it some Hmm. kind of hopeful thing you know I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be nice. It's nice, you know. When she looks over it, there's like a little bodega on the side. There is oh. a magic shop, um, but like for oh. you know, stage magic, magic shop, and then of next course. to it is it's- like an actual magic shop. That's like the bank, right? Yeah. Um, okay. Like fantasy bank, but then next to it is like. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. So it's like trash I- and vaudeville of this of this whole I, scenario. What- what I'm taking from this is, uh, from that is she, her survival job, because I don't know, she has a survival job. She works at that magic shop with her best friend. They like run it together. Oh, yeah. The one that she said is looks out her window, that magic shop next to the bank. Mm-hmm. That's where Tuck's Raspberry works to pay the bills. And they like try to use it to like spread magic. Like, you know what I mean? By being like, they, it, it would be what we know as a magic shop a magic <laughs> and joke shop. Like we can buy like fake cat poop or like a starter magician kit. I love it. I love it a lot. It's very good. <laughs> She's a sweet angel and I adore her. All right. I drew, so I've drawn another card. I drew the two of hearts, which is the main entrance. Um, how do we get into the apartment? Is it by rope ladder, retractable stairs, zip line? This is the main entry point. I have a pitch for this. Ooh, yes. I'm so ready for it. Th- this is very true to the picture of Tux that I get in that like she does have like, uh, this is a completely ordinary apartment, but, like, it is only accessible. Or, like, whether it's actually only accessible or she just insists that you, like, zip line into her apartment or, like, climb a rope. <laughs> like, she's like, well, you gotta, you gotta climb up the slide to get into the apartment. And you're like, I could just walk in the door. She's like, no, 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 it's way more fun this way. And you're like, not really. It's theatrical. Yeah. It's like fun. You <laughs> so basically like you have to go across the street. You have to go to the magic shop. 
You have to go to the roof access and you have to zip line down and smash through like sugar glass into her apartment <laughs> that magically restores every single time. And like every week, it's a different like action movie entrance. And she's like, welcome to my apartment. This is where the magic happens. Every time you come in. She's so fun. <laughs> exactly. This is someone who's like, like they're, the bit is downtrodden. The bit is like, oh, ho-hum. But like, I think in life, she is like this passionate human being who is like, this passionate turtle, I mean, who's like, really like, has merch, is like, you know, trying to make big things. She's a hut, like what we describe as like someone who's like really hustling oh, yeah. out there grinding. And like, like yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, because like, and it, it's 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 that thing where like the hardest thing to do is make your is make something that looks effortless, and so yes. like she mm-hmm. is tremendously talented, and like because she is able to make it seem like she is not trying, like the level of like skill and talent and passion that that takes to make a thing where she's like, I don't know, this is just a oh here's a card. That's what skill is. We always say is like it's the hidden work yeah. that you don't see is what makes the product that much better and easier to consume. Like she's a genius. Yeah. She's a stud. Mm-hmm. I love Tuck Raspberry fan, so big fan much. Of raspberry. Um let's flip another card. All right. Let's see. Let's let's do one more and then maybe we can <laughs> so banana. <laughs> we usually end episodes by rolling on uh Dungeons and Dragons homebrewed background tables. And if the result <laughs> is aggressive or violently horny, we have a wholesome supplement table that we roll on for a better result. That's amazing. I've pulled one last card. I have pulled the Jack of Diamonds. Okay. And um, that is the jukebox. The jukebox was hauled oh. up here a long time ago. On it, on it, we've collected our favorite albums. What are they? What? So... Immediately, I love the visual that she has collected an old jukebox. That feels very millennial. It just feels cool. It feels appropriate for someone who, like, values, you know, values vintage things, values, well, I mean, like, those take a lot of work to, they're not cheap because they are, like, well made. And it's, like, a cool thing. Like, it has an aura of cool to it. Yeah, and like she, I think she has an affinity for not like cool old shit to be kitschy. It's like handmade, well made, like, you know, appreciates vinyl because of the work that and passion that people put into it, not because it's what's hip right now. It's like, no, I like, you know, I value people who put the work in, who really try to get their hands dirty and get things started because they care about the action that's being taken. Yeah, I love it. Not the result. I love it. So, Banana... (laughs) What kind of, like, what kind of music is on the jukebox? Um, Or, like, what are some (laughs) images that you get? Like, what's something that, what, what, what does that inform you about this character? I'm thinking the Now You See Me soundtrack. Um, maybe Now You See Me 1 and 2. Okay. It can be anything. Like, it doesn't have to be what music. Like, what's some images that a jukebox in an apartment invokes for you for Tux Raspberry? Oh, it's blue. It's blue. And, um, because that's her favorite color. It is yep. now, goddamn, yeah. hell yeah! yeah. Um, I want to, I want to take the "Now You See Me" soundtrack and run with it because, like, <laughs> what I think of at that, and what I think of with, like, what I think of with the "Now You See Me" soundtrack specifically, like, also connects to, like, uh, like the Ocean's Eleven soundtrack. So I picture a lot of oh. like a lot of like jazz and like rhythm or like yeah, like you know, jazz and trumpety music, little bit of ska if you want to mix up with some with with a little poppier sound, like a lot of. A little bit, a little <laughs> bit of Scott. <laughs> so, what what that tells me though, the fact that the now you see me soundtrack, like magician, what that tells me is she listens to magi- magic music by magicians, you know, like or magic themed music. 
I imagine that she invites people over for like master classes and workshops. Oh, I love that. For people who <gasps> want to get yes. better. That's very good. Yes. You know, like it, it tells me that like because this is underground, it's punk. It's like this, not something that's like put down upon, like not that mm-hmm. part of punk, but the thing that's like not practiced. It's like, all right, then if they're not going to teach this in magic school, I'm going to take it upon myself and offer free classes for everyone who learned. That's how Adam's Meringue started because Adam's Meringue initially started teaching little kids as a puppet. I love that. And it oh. became the size. Sidekick. It became the part of the show. I love it. I love Tuck's fucking raspberry. All right. She's so sweet. Um, I know. I, I I like I I know her and I love her yep. and I want Queen Turtle to like thrive. I imagine the Queen Turtle costume is like a little punk, a little metal. Yeah. Like I'm imagining like someone Ooh. she got a friend to like forge her like shoulder pauldrons that are like sharp. They look like a turtle shell, but they like fan out and they're like pointy. It's a little like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers villain. A little bit of that. That's my, yeah, that's my I image. That. I like that. I love yeah. that a lot. Love it. Okay. So do we want to wrap by rolling on? I, what I would love to do, <laughs> what I would love to do before we roll, before we roll on some tables. Yeah. So I would love to draw a card and treat it as an ace because the aces are just tied to suit. So whatever I draw, I'm just going to treat it as an ace and we're going to tell a story about best friends either either about her best friend growing up her best friend right now her oldest friend who she misses some of like we're gonna tell a story about like how she relates to her friends can i can i start this with a sentimental feeling banana can you tell me uh a little bit about a childhood friend that you remember just vague like vaguely just something wholesome and fun so a childhood friend that I remember, I actually met up with recently um, over Zoom, Aww. and we played Jiangshi uh, together. So um, yes. we grew up together in Hong Kong, and then uh, I moved to Canada, and then she moved back to New York. And then somehow, one way or another, she ended up at SVA, and I went to NYU, and then I bumped into her at an SVA party. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and now we're still hanging out and talking, so... It's very weird. What I want to take from that and twist is um, uh, Tuck's Raspberry has a friend. like the, Her best friend in the entire world is a magician magician. Yeah. Is a magician who does stage magic using magic. Like who uses like, you know, old school, we'll call it, or like traditional. But they stay friends and like they respect each other's craft. And oh. they like talk about it. And like, you know, they bounce ideas back and forth off each other. But it's like they went in two different paths and I think they met like one day busking in the street, like they got <gasps> reunited. And now it's like this beautiful friendship is blossomed. They come over, they listen to the jukebox together, you know, they help each other with like their shows, their classes, their lectures. And I love this. What do you have, Jeff? I'm sorry. If oh, I, I, was gonna, I didn't mean to steam. I was going to say, what if they're, what if, what if part of the act is that they're rivals? Oh my god! And they they like do they do things where like when they're busking like in the same neighborhood they'll like cross paths like uh, her best friend whose name is Margot Illusory Cheesecake. Oh fuck! God <laughs> fuck! That's so good, Margot. I was looking at the fucking cheesecake menu and I'm like, her name is Pineapple Berry Cherry. <laughs> All right, because so so can um uh what's the stage name though? Is it Margot? Oh, is it? Oh, her stage name is Very Cherry. <laughs> Very Ooh. cherry. Fuck. And her name is what? Margo Illusory. Jeff, that's really good. That no, is her, really name, good. her stage name is also her real name because it's so magically inclined. But she what she goes by the nickname Very Cherry. That's her nickname <laughs> because Bright Bright Cherry Hair. Cherry Red. Yeah, hair. of course. Ah, I gotcha. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I love it. Oh my goodness. So she'll like sail by on like a cloud of smoke and be like, ha, surprise. 
And, like, they'll, like, taunt each other a little bit in the middle of an act. I love this. Do some loving heckling from the crowd, but it turns out they get involved in a trick and, like, they kind of one-up each other. I'm oh, obsessed because it, 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 what, what, what do you have? This could be all a ruse for more tips. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Yes. It's like part of the hustle. It's like yeah. part of the, yeah. like, it's part of the act to do this. Oh my goodness. If you're, oh my if you're, goodness. If you're, if you're looking at how, if you're looking at how my rival is reacting, you're not looking to me pulling a card out of my sleeve. Oh, oh that's my good. God. <laughs> I fucking, God, I love this. Time to roll on table. I love that she has like a community and friends and like friends and this is a, this is a cool character. I kind of like this is real talk. I know I, I I used to say this a lot. I kind of would love to play uh Tux Raspberry in a game and like try to figure out how to it would be like using deception. You'd kind of be like this bardic rogue thing, you know, because you're using tricks and stuff in mm-hmm. like a traditional fantasy tabletop game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd be out with that. We're going to roll on Jester. Okay. Yeah, I like nice. that a lot. Actually. That works. Aaron or Banana, would one of you like to roll me a D8 for a personality trait? Do you have dice in front of you at all? I am going to go onto Google and search up Dice Roller. Yay! And a D8, I got a four. A four? All right, we're going to go ahead and flip over to the wholesome (laughs) supplemental character gym. Everybody, on a result of four, we're going to not use what's on this background, and we're going to go to, uh, we're going to go to Hex Chosen's character background palette cleanser table. Uh, we're going to go with a four that is, I have a creative hobby that helps me feel relaxed and fulfilled. Oh, what is it, Banana? What is it? What does she do? Um, she likes to... Ooh, this is What a do you like one. to do? What do you like to do? I we like... usually just bring stuff from our own life. Oh, really? Oh, I like to watch movies. Oh, I dig movie nights. Ooh, movie oh, nights. Big on fucking movie nights. But like projected oh, I... with magic. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. my God. So, like real magic or like other... Wait. Other magic? (laughs) (laughs) Is it just a projector? There could just be a projector if you want it to be. (laughs) Or there's a projector, yes. (laughs) I love the fact, like an old-timey one. Because that ties into her whole aesthetic. It's vintage. Yes. Oh, and it's, I, I, I have this cool evocative image of like, from that, from the view from her apartment window. Like, yes, you see the magic shop. Yes, you see the bank. But there's like a big brick wall without any windows. Yes. And from her window, she beams it onto this big brick wall. So like lots of people in the neighborhood can watch this movie like together. Oh, that's you know? really sweet. <laughs> I love Welcome it. to the wholesome feeling of all my fantasy children. Oh. <laughs> all right, Aaron, would you like to roll me a D6 for an ideal? I would. I'm going to roll the what are we having for dinner tonight dice. Um, what are that we ever- having for dinner? I got a three. So we're having pizza. Yes. I perform <laughs> I perform what I want, when I want, at any given time. (laughs) (laughs) She fucking sticks to her guns. She knows her shit, and she doesn't change for anyone. I think a lot of people approach her, and they're like, what if you just did, like, you're you're incredibly good at illusory magic. Like, why don't you lean into that? Like, you could be as good as, like, you know, the mind freak himself. And like, no, I'll never do that. Like, this is a passion. Is there a temptation to do that? Banana, what do you think? I think there might be some times, but honestly, she's she's not going to fall for that. She's done that before. No. I, I'm giving her a backstory now. She's done that no, life before. No, that's what this is. Yes, I'm like, yes, go, go. <laughs> she's done that life yeah. before, but now she wants to do the real stuff. Like, I, I imagine one of her tricks is like, you know, pull a card, take any card, look at it, don't show me. And then, like, moments later, she'll be 
uh, check your phone. She'll say, check your phone. Go onto Instagram. Is that your card? Oh, <laughs> like I love that trick. Her holding up that card on Instagram or yeah, something. I love it. That's very oh, good. It would be like, you have, uh, yeah, check out my new post or in like her story on yeah. fantasy Instagram. You're like, holy shit, that's my card. And then it's gone. You can never see it again, that trick. Yep. She that's uses modern, tech, modern millennial technology can I, to use magic. Can I throw out another pitch for... For like what this this says to me, Jeff, you can do whatever you want, Aaron. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love the show. <laughs> she is not afraid to um, completely like rewrite her show. Oh, she's I got like, like the routines that work, but she's like, eh, I want to do something different, and she'll just have like an entirely new set. And there's people that will be like, Oh, I kind of wanted to see her do like one of her signature tricks, and she's like, I'm trying something new. I'm uh, everything's out. Ooh. Okay, yeah. Jeff, this gives me an image of the future for this this little turtle. I imagine in the future, um, in the future, her distant future, you know, she's an older turtle. She, in, in fantasy, there's always, including ours, like in usual fantasy settings, there's a magic school. I want there to be a place, like, I want there to be a thing where magic shops open all over the world of fantasy oh, yeah. to spread this kind of, like, art craft you know, but but shred it in like the way that she would want. You yeah. know, and what's Aww. what is her store called? Banana Chan, this one's on you. What's Tux Raspberry's store called? Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> also, there's not a timer. Are we gonna edit this? <laughs> I was gonna say turtles for days, but I can't. Oh. Okay, <laughs> turtles for days is is very good. It's very good. Welcome to Turtles for Days. What's up? This is where the magic happens. <laughs> Welcome oh to Turtles God. for Days. This is where the magic happens. That's like when you answer Perfect. the phone, you call in. So good. Holy Perfect. shit. So good. <laughs> and like those kind of spread all over the world. So it's like, yeah, you can go to like the Magic Academy. You can get trained by wizards. Or you could go to your local like magic and joke shop, uh, Turtles for Days, and like learn this really cool art, art style and like really impress your friends. You know, maybe start busking and do it like, you know, do it like the cool kids do. Do it like the hip and millennials do. <laughs> I love turtles for days. Um, and what's left? Flaw? Uh, we got a D6 for a bond. Oh, banana, hit me with a D6. Ooh, let's see what we got. A three. I use uh, I use animals in my acts. Uh, uh, Adam's meringue is a very big part of her act. <laughs> oh, like how big? Oh, like a lot of her tricks are like it'll be like it'll be like she'll pull the wrong card from a deck and be like i got your card wrong adams are you okay and he'll be like heaving and coughing <laughs> oh no he's choking and she'll grab him and do the heimlich and then he'll spit out and she'll be like oh my god he spit out your card wait so go back banana said earlier that adam's meringue is the assistant adam's meringue speaks right we said it's kind of like triumph yes so it's a talking puppet. He's like, ah, help, help. I'm choking. I'm choking over here. I'm choking. Of course, he's like Danny DeVito. I know. Every single fucking time. Help, help, Tux, I'm choking. I'm choking over here. Please, help. Oh, no. Ha-ha, it's your card. Is this your card? Tux Raspberry, what are we doing tonight? Take it away. This is so stupid. Um, I love it. And now we're gonna very roll. much. Now we're gonna roll on a flaw. You, you can roll on this d6, but I think there's like a <laughs> one in six chance that we're that we're not using this other table. All right, I would love to take that chance and roll on my dog d6. Uh, that's a one. A black lab. 
Okay, oh. you know what? This one's actually not bad. There, there's Let's some go. very, very bad ones. Um, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I tend to mock royalty or governmental authority through action or deed. Oh, that was actually pretty good. That, I like that, that. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I like this. Al- yeah, like. All right, I'm gonna ask you one more time. What's a cool image? What's something like? What? Because the first thing that comes to your head with that fact, banana. Um. So she has a top hat, and <laughs> the top hat. <laughs> is an anti-authoritarian thing that you wear (laughs) because um as we all know wizard hats are like the cool thing to wear right like in this of course in this magic corporatocracy (laughs) (laughs) it's real now is obviously just like this anti-establishment anti i love it magic it's like anti like it's like going against the grain where it's like wizards wear wizards hats when you're casting magic when it's like well i'm not casting magic so i wear this (laughs) well you can't you're casting spells am i though am i and then wearing a really (laughs) stupid looking top hat And that's why the merch is some, like, modified version of, like, a cool headband. It's, like, a big... She says, like, when she's at Turtles for Days, she's like, oh, my merch? It's a big F you to wizard hats everywhere. (laughs) And you're like, this is a Sasuke headband, like, taped to a 10-gallon hat. What are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah, that'll show them. Can I tell you all was number four? I was also kind of hoping that you would roll a four on that table because number four is I'm not, I'm really not a good entertainer. And that's very, that would have been very funny. I'm glad we didn't because I like her being good, but like it would have been very funny. It would have been very funny. Ah, okay. And that is that a wrap? That's a wrap. Oh, that's a wrap on Tux Raspberry, aka Turtle Queen. We did it. Thank you so much, FX Trifoli from our Discord. Um, uh, if you'd like to submit a prompt of your own to our incredible little podcast that could, there are so many ways you can do it. Jeff, what are they? You can tweet at us at AMSC <laughs> underscore podcast using the hashtag fantasy children. Yeah. You can post them to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash all my fantasy children. Yeah. You can email them to us at all my fantasy children at gmail.com. Sure or can. you can go to bit.ly slash AMFC Discord and post them in the prompt submission channel. Booyah. Um, before we keep talking about other stuff, Banana Chan, first, thank you for joining us. On thank this you so much. Show. so much. This was so much fun. Yay. I'm so glad to hear it. Now, no, I didn't mean to cut you. <laughs> I meant that genuinely, <laughs> but it sounded like it. Yeah, thank you. Wow. Thank you for being on that. Yeah, uh, uh, cool. Uh, cool. Great, great, Kickstarter, great. you fucking the boomer. Millennial <laughs> Okay, so where can people find you? Tell us all the stuff because, like, that's that's what I'm want people to know. It's like where to find you, where to find your cool stuff because you make dope yeah. shit. I don't, oh, thank listeners you. who don't know, if you don't know, now you fucking do. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. You can find me at Banana Chan Games at um, you know on Twitter, Facebook. Uh, I think I have an Instagram. I'm sometimes on it, uh, and you can also find me at Game and Curry. So yeah. All of our games are on there. (laughs) Uh, Don't forget to back that Kickstarter, both of them. Yes, Battle of the Boy Bands. Yeah. If you have the ability, do it because you'd be supporting some really amazing creators and some really amazing projects that are really important right now, especially um, with really just like getting work out that's good, that means Mm -hmm. well, that is Mm -hmm. for positivity instead of just like, you know, unfortunately, like there's a lot of poo-poo feels uh, in the in in tabletop land, and like, there's really wonderful people out there, and it's really good to support their work. So they keep making more of it, especially, and also, like, you know, just you know, it it it's it's it is 
like like Tux Raspberry would say, it is making a stand, giving this kind of support. It is giving it is giving money in the hands of people who deserve it rather than people who don't. Booyah. That was really was sweet. That well I love it. That was that was good? So sweet. Yeah. Okay, yes. great. <laughs> That's um, great. Uh, uh, you, uh, J- while you're on the internet looking at all these amazing Kickstarters, Jeff, you have a second podcast. Why don't you tell the folks at home all about it? I sure will. Uh, Party of One <laughs> is an actual play podcast focused on two-player role-playing experiences. Every week I sit down with a friend. We play a two-player role-playing game. Uh, we share some laughs, maybe a few tears, and we have a really good time. Banana Chan, I owe you an email about that later this week, <laughs> but you can find new episodes at partyofonepodcast.com. Hell yeah. Um, All My Fantasy Children is proud to be a part of the OneShot Podcast Network. Go to OneShotPodcast.com and find out all about cool shows and interviews and discussion podcasts. And also, you can find the other podcast I'm on that's on the OneShot Network called Skyjack's Curious Call. It's an adorable show about 14-year-olds on an adventure to find out the power within themselves and deliver the mail. And it's not a fucking violent living... Uh, it's not a narrative driven by violence, so isn't that dope? Um, that is dope. Yay! I know. I'm like, what a fucking novelty. Jesus. <laughs> uh, a verbal hug this week. Banana Chan, what's a verbal hug that you want to give our listeners to, like, send them off feeling better than when they started this episode, got on this train? Oh, I got to think about Anything this from your own life? <laughs> I can, yeah, no, I can, yeah, that's I can, fine. I can, oh. I can go first yeah, if, go you want, if you want me yes. to. Yeah, want absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, it was a lot of pressure, and I apologize. <laughs> You know what I've been really loving? I, I talked a little bit about it, like in the in the top of the episode, and I think I think about Tux Raspberry like doing this with her friends, which is just like sharing like sharing stuff with the people that you care about. That's like not hashtag content, just like yeah. doing stuff with the people you mm-hmm. love because you love doing it with them. And also like the other thing that like Tux Raspberry does that like I really love, and this is something that I want as a, a verbal hug is like. If you have a skill, a talent, a background, an experience, like something that like that, like if you have a thing like that, like share it both in terms of like share the gifts that like come from that, but also like share the, you know, the knowledge and the tricks, because like I think that's a really valuable thing that a lot of us as creatives kind of take for granted is like that there are weird, there are tricks and there are experiences and there are adages and like examples and use cases and all sorts of different things that like we take and like we just go oh well this is just a thing that i have but like if you stop and think about like all of those things like think about how valuable it would have been if you from a year from a year ago could hear that one little trick that you just learned that has saved you like 20 minutes a a project like share those things and talk about them and don't feel like you are feeling redundant or like you're repeating yourself because like a lot of times like people hearing those like there's a tangible value like so much of what i have learned as an artist has been somebody saying something that they thought was obvious and me going holy fuck i never even considered that and so like that's great share share the insights that you have from your passions is what i would say I love it. And I also, for me, I'm like, share your passions and like bring people into them. Like, I really like you, Banana Chan. You Aww. fucking rule. Um, <laughs> You're one of my like favorite people in the industry because like, you know me, I'm not like a game designer or anything, but you are so good at welcoming people into the hobby and making people feel comfortable and making this thing approachable and it's not gatekeepy. It is for everyone. It's for all sorts of people. 
And it's a really wonderful thing. And I'm like, I want to like, I want you to be a part of this dumb, weird tabletop inspired thing that I do with Jeff. And like, I, I, it really makes me happy to have you on because like, it's, it's cool to see your point of view about these things as just someone who doesn't do this every week for four years, you know? Um, and it's, it's just something really great that I really enjoy is bringing people into the things that I'm passionate about and sharing them with other people. And I encourage all of you at home to do the same. And that doesn't have to be on a podcast. It doesn't have to be on a stream. It doesn't have to be anything. It can be like, it's pretty much asking your friends, what's getting you excited this week? You know, and sharing mm-hmm. that. And together, you'll learn a lot about people and you'll share in fun experiences. That is so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. Do you have, do you have all anything? Right. You're you're in the yes. hot seat now, yes. Diana. You're okay. in the hot seat now. Um, we're all glaring. We shine the light on you, and we're like, "Tell us, tell the listeners at home something that makes them feel good." Now. <laughs> so I think something for me is that um, we're given a lot of time right now, uh, given that we're all in quarantine, and I feel like you know it might sometimes feel like you need to pressure yourself into doing a lot of things or like working on a lot of things Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. you might feel like if I don't do anything then you know I'm not being productive or something like that honestly it's okay if you don't do anything and take care of yourself sure like it's okay to be doing that because that's also super productive like self-care and just like you know not doing anything and you know just putting yourself first and not being hard on yourself like that's definitely super productive so hopefully that helps any creatives out there that are like working on a thing and feeling like they're stumped on a project i feel yeah yeah, absolutely i I mean it's it's so it's so easy to be like well i have to be making it like that that sort of like idle hands uh mentality of like well i have to i i am not doing anything therefore i have to be doing something when like sometimes you just gotta do nothing especially in like a stressful situation like sometimes you just gotta do nothing and there's Mm -hmm. a real beauty in that and always remind yourself that when you're doing quote nothing you are doing something you're Mm -hmm. you're never just stagnant you're never just floating you fucking playing animal crossing you watching some youtube videos that's decompressing that's Mm de-stressing that's giving you joy that's giving you relaxation that is being active so silence that voice i love you for having it we all do we all Mm -hmm. respect you however i am here to be like I put the switch in your hand. Did you feel that pressure in your palm? I put that Animal Crossing in. I clicked that recommended video of like cute cats like in a basket for you to watch. Like go do the things that make you happy right now because it sucks. But, you know, you're never stagnant. You're never just idle. That's that's non-existent. Go do things that make you happy. That's not doing us nothing. That's doing something. Mm-hmm. God damn it. Because <laughs> that's actually um, growth in disguise. People don't know it, but mm-hmm. that's what that is. Boom. Sure. Yeah. Very true. <laughs> Thank you. Um, is that all we do on the show, Jeff? That is all we do. Ah, damn. Until next time, good, good night, night and good, good game. game. Junior Wizards, Senior Wizard Aaron here, and I wanted to give you a quick, fun lore detail that I've been kicking around in my head, and I tweeted it out the other day, but I really wanted to solidify it into the world of fantasy moving forward. And that's that uh, in fantasy, everyday items, pieces of nature, food, ordinary objects, anything, can have spells placed inside of them, enchanting them, and how it works is, however the designer wants it released... The spell can be given to someone. So say I enchant this lake. I have a lake in my backyard that's this beautiful emerald color. If I 
craft a spell into that lake for anybody who takes a dip to receive, they will. And so that becomes an enchanted lake. And spells are passed on through generations and generations. And sometimes, yes, it does crystallize and begin to build. And over time, the spell becomes stronger. But sometimes the spell is simply a memory someone wanted to give to you. It is a technique in order to, you know, I would enchant a tree in the forest at the beginning of a path. If you lay your hand on the tree, you learn the spell to create the perfect bonfire that'll never spread and cause a forest fire. Things like that. People leave them behind all over the world. Little spell stations, objects crafted into food, where we always talk about enchanted food and things like that and fantasy. But imagine if you could teach your friend who just went through some hardships, uh, you know, cure light wounds or a uh, healing word, you know, to take a Dungeons and Dragons example, just by baking them like a lasagna or something. And when they eat it, you know, they feel comforted, they feel healed, but also they gain the ability to heal others through the same practice. Imagine the possibilities of a world where everyday objects, nature, anything, just by sniffing a flower, you could gain, like, you know, speak to plants. You gain the ability because someone left that behind. That's the idea I kind of want to spread forward in terms of we're moving forward and building this world is that as you walk, as you experience life and fantasy, you would be witnessing the legacy of others left behind to anyone, strangers. That kindness is passed on. Those gifts are left behind, both intentionally, like, you know, you you pass your daughter um, this coat, and the coat renders you invisible when you're feeling shy, so you can get out of, like, an awkward situation. And that's like an heirloom that's passed down. But also, imagine if, like, you know, the bathroom mirror at the nightclub, when you look into it, you know, you are lifted with confidence and your anxiety washes away. And, you know, you gain the ability maybe to pass that on to one other person. Things like that. Like magic being everywhere. I kind of wanted like everyday objects to kind of have this magic of kindness that you can leave behind for other people. And I want that to kick around your noodles as we walk through the show. And even if you re-listen to things, if you're listening to things, Think about when we talk about magical items as kind of an act of kindness, a gesture of good faith that people in everyday life leave for each other in the world of fantasy. And I encourage you to do the same, whether it's, you know, writing a letter to someone that you visit in Animal Crossing or just like writing a note, post-its or imagine a magical post-it that you could leave behind that gives someone a little gift. That's something I want you to give to someone today. But also, think about that in fantasy, because I really want to run with that idea, um, and I think it's really cool. So yeah, this wasn't so much an audio extra as Aaron gives you a clue as to something cool moving forward that we're gonna. I really want to latch onto and lean into. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode, um, and I hope you continue to hang out with us on All My Fantasy Children. Love you. Bye.